Yo, this is the ancient Texan. You know how sometimes when you're got a point of view and you're looking for information that helps support your point of view and then you stumble on stuff that's very disturbing and it doesn't support your point of view? That's where I find myself. <clears throat> when I started looking, like who modeled this behavior for Russia. What makes Russia think that this is okay to do? I found that the U.S. has dropped 337,000 bombs over the last 20 years. 46 bombs a day in 27 different countries. I'm going to go into that in a little more detail. In 2020, Biden stopped the military from keeping records anymore. So we won't have this accounting going forward. The Democrats have hidden what our military is doing. And this bombing, you know, tally didn't apply to the CIA, who is independently dropping bombs all over the world. This is just our U.S. military. Biden has stopped us from keeping records going forward. But let's, let's look at uh, some of the, you know, our past performance. And this, the... 337,000 bombs is just over the last uh, 20 years. And what I'm fixing to read to you is a list of countries we've bombed in the last 70 years, more or less, since World War II. But it's got the years in here, so you can see which are the recent and which one were the distant one. And you'll also be surprised at how many places we are still bombing. Afghanistan, 1998, and these are in alphabetical order, which it'd be cooler if they were in time order, but whatever. Afghanistan, 1998, 2001, and we are still bombing them. Bosnia, 1994, 1995. And Russia points out that we didn't ask for permission from the UN or anybody else when we did all of these. We just did it. Kind of like Russia's doing it. Bosnia, 1994-1995. Cambodia, 1969-1970. through 1970. China, 1945-46. to 46. Congo, 1964. Cuba, 1959-1961. to 1961. El Salvador, 1980. Korea, 1950-53, Guatemala, 1954-1960-1967-1969, Indonesia, 1958, Laos, 1964-1973, Grenada, 1983, Iraq, 1991 to 2000, and again in 2015, continuing to today, we're still bombing them.
1984. I mean, 1987. Blah. Korea, 1950 to 1953. Kuwait, 1991. Lebanon, 1983 to 1983 and 1984. Libya, 1986. Then we came back in 2011. And guess what? We're still bombing them. Nigeria, 1980. Pakistan, 2003, 2006. And guess what? We're still bombing them. Palestine, 2010. Panama, 1989. Peru, 1965. Somalia, 1993, 2007 to 2008. And 2010, and it continues till today. Sudan, 1998. Syria, 2014, and it continues until today. Vietnam, 1961 to 1973. Yemen, 2002 to 2009, and it continues today. Yugoslavia, 1999. 27 countries. Let's see if we can count here quickly how many are continuous. Afghanistan, I'm doing it on my fingers, you can't see. Afghanistan, Iraq, Libya, Pakistan, Syria, Yemen. So last year it was seven countries, I remember looking that up. Right now, we're only bombing actively in six countries. Do you guys know that? I mean, I last year when I found out that we we're actively bombing seven countries, not counting what the CIA is, I was kind of like, wow. And that doesn't come up to the public. It's not debated by... Congress, we don't decide whether it's a good thing. Basically, the U.S. public is not involved in it, not to mention the CIA. And we are, are we okay that we stop keeping these records and that we keep the CIA records secret all the time? And are we sure all these bombings are for noble reasons, you know, the American public would agree with that it's okay to be bombing all these places. Like the one I looked into, Yemen, doesn't seem to me like it's okay. <sighs> Syria, we're going after supposedly the bad guys. And we've also, uh, the terrorists, but we've also pretty much stopped uh, reviewing each of our kills and we we did that by the you know the same people that make the decision to pull the pull the trigger and bomb someplace or bomb bomb a house are the same people that judges that it was good to do it or not which is you know incredibly flawed system so i was listening to one commentator i don't remember who because i've been kind of soaking up this ukraine news uh like I'm a junkie. 
and said the one thing that Russia learned from watching the U.S., if you're strong, you don't have to ask anybody what about what you're doing, and nobody will mess with you. Wow. And if you're strong and you have the world's biggest nuclear arsenal, maybe you can do whatever the... Let me be crude here. Whatever the shit you want to do. We live in a world, you know, where we make up our story that we're the good guy, Russia's the bad guy. And I think Russia's the bad guy. And I'm not questioning that story. I think Russia's the bad guy here. But you also have to question, are we the good guys? Oh. And of course, we do all this stuff for noble causes. Like, you know, we didn't help Ukraine with 400 million of, you know, military aid because he wouldn't investigate Biden's son. That was thanks to our dear, lovely friend, Trump. Trump and Putin are like cousins, kissing cousins, perhaps. But we're looking at a change in the world order. We've always assumed that this globalization and trading would make us more intertwined and interdependent and therefore somehow closer. And I've kind of bought off on that school. Like I think isolating from Cuba is absolutely stupid. I think Cuba, you know, it's pretty clear that uh, if Cuba was interacting with us on a regular basis and we're going people back and forth, I can't imagine them still being, you know, isolated um, and still being communist for that matter. But that's just a wild ass guess. Who knows? But I just thought you should know, and I wish I had enough listeners here to make a difference. U.S. bombs a lot of people forever. Without much review and checking out, like who we're bombing how many civilians we're killing, why are we bombing one side and not the other side? I don't, I think that ought to be a re, reported to us as American citizens since we're paying for the bombs that, that kill the people. I don't know if we're killing all these bad guys. I don't know much about it and I suspect most Americans don't. It's irresponsible as American citizens that we don't know these things. I'm still rooting for Ukraine against impossible odds. Um, I think we've mal now made this a war that uh, Putin can't afford to lose. And that's a really bad place to put somebody as powerful him as him in. We didn't do it. The Ukrainians get credit for this. I've also wondered, and this is a really trivial point at this juncture, if we haven't made tanks 
and ground invasions um, much less effective. Forgot the name of that little missile thing they put on their shoulder. Um, weighs 50 pounds. It's got this little missile that, you know, gets expelled out of the launcher. I assume it's by air or something. It just pokes it out there and then at the same time the little rocket ignites and it goes way the hell up in the air and then comes down on top of the tank where the armaments are less. Um, wow, how would you like to be sitting at a tank and somebody's on the ground holding one of those babies? If you have an unlimited supplies of those missiles, I don't I don't know what the hell good a tank is. It becomes just like being in it. You might as well be in your in a little convertible driving into battle with your six gun. So I don't know where this world is going and it could be some pretty ugly places still. And I don't even know what I believe anymore. Uh, I think I believe that all this military buildup, nuclear weapons, uh, will not end well for the world. And that we need to get serious about uh, reversing it. It's a 50-year process, maybe a 100-year process. But I don't think the world will survive is all you need is one Putin or one Trump on a bad day and it's not good we're also seeing and this is further you know push through um, they're trying to push back on you know energy but basically the Europe just can't go there they need Russia so that means Russia keeps getting money coming in to fuel their military and we're not willing to make that hard step of suffering through an energy shortage in Europe Germany's even now thinking about putting their nuclear power stations back online which was a very rash not Germany Germany is thinking about putting their nuclear power stations back online that was a very rash stupid decision and it's kinda caught up in the hype of you know climate change uh, but it drove them right into the dependency on Russia and that's just part of it they're just energy in general and I've also uh, seen that we're starting to send some fracking experts because, you know, fracking is evil. That's what we believe. But it's given us energy independence. Everything has a trade-off. There is no such thing as a, you know, something that only goes to all good or all bad. It's just the way that the world is. Everything has a trade-off. We're starting to send fracking experts to Ukraine and Germany and stuff 
to see what potential they have of becoming energy independent using fracking. This is a complicated interwoven world both in terms of economic dependence, political ideologies, moral fiber. We tend to make it so damn simple, good and bad guys. This is complicated stuff and it's not clear. I think there's a lot more bad guys than there are good guys from what I'm seeing right now. Anyway, this is just letting you know that uh, we've bombed 27 countries. We drop an average of 46 bombs a day, which is, you know, Russia has a lot bomb dropping to catch up with us. Everybody has a lot of work to catch up with the number of bombs that we drop. We drop a lot of bombs, we kill a lot of people. We pretty much make the world go like we think it should go. It's an awesome force that we have and it's an awesome responsibility. And I do not hear us talking values often enough. Like when we do something, is it consistent with our values? What are, are our values? Not to mention that half this country now no matter, no longer thinks, you know, we have a democracy or that it even matters if the majority vote one way or another. So we've kind of worked on this assumption that, you know, we got the world all put together in a nice little package and everything's going wonderfully. But I think we got some cracks and I think the cracks start in our value system. We have a value system that's materialistic and we want stuff. We're not going to endure the pain of our energy being cut off or even reduced. We've got some other stuff coming out of Russia. One of them that I know about that's really damn important is chrome. Probably doesn't mean much to you because you're not metallurgist. But all our stainless steels, not all of them, but most of our stainless steel have chrome in them. And it's an essential element in making stainless steel. And if you want to run a chemical plant or Oil refinery, I know you don't want those things in your world. No. You need those elements if you want to keep our economy going. We'll do another podcast here on the parallel situation in Taiwan. And how they now control the new blood of the world, chips. who controls Taiwan and that technology, China or the U.S., pretty damn important.
Right now, the current blood that runs through all our veins is energy. Keeps you going. Without it, you take it. Live on your fat for a while. But we need steady supply of energy. Saudis are getting kind of tapped out. You always used to say, well, whatever shortfall, they could fill it. Iran, our sanctions against them are keeping their oil out of the system. Now, who's the bigger problem, Iran or Russia? Pick your medicine. What's a bigger problem, Russia or fracking? Pick your medicine. What's a bigger problem, climate change? Are people's houses being warm? This is not easy stuff we're talking here. This is stuff that takes decades to change and to do, and it's not by a political win or whim that we can bring in one party and start it, and then the next <clears throat> party come in that's not committed to it, it won't keep going. This is stuff that we need to have a democratic majority of people believing in if we really want to make serious pro progress in climate change and how we get our energy on who we bomb and who we don't bomb. This is about moral responsibility of our country and our people. I think we come up a little short. I wish I had more time to investigate all this stuff. Because what... Um, like, I don't know exactly who we're bombing in Yemen. I don't know the story there. I don't know the good guys and the bad guys. We're still bombing in Libya. Do I know who the hell we're bombing? We assume that, you know, we're bombing the bad guys. Anyway, this is the ancient Texan kind of rambling and upset that democracy in general is not. We have not carried on our shoulders all the responsibilities we should have. We think if we just worry about internal politics and problems like race issues have been the number one thing on the agenda for the last decade, that that's going to be okay. We get that straight. No, it's not enough. If we're spending a lot of money and bombing people, the rest of the world, we're shaping the whole world. And most of us don't even know it's happening. We've abdicated our responsibility as citizens. Anyway, 
This is the ancient Texan in a pretty foul mood. Hope you have a good one and hope I don't cause you to worry about stuff that you don't need to worry about. <laughs> I say that ironically. Have a good one. Namaste. Yo, this is the Ancient Texan signing off. An earthling that believes we are all part of a world wide web. We are all part of us. There are no thems. Namaste.